Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Does anyone actually know what's going on here? I literally have no idea. Help. Twenty whatever. <laughs> Hi. Hey. Hello. And welcome back to Twenty Whatever. I am so excited about today's episode. This topic has been on my mind and my heart for a couple of weeks now, and I'm so excited to bring it to the girls and the group. And before we get into it, I kind of wanted to like kick it off by asking you guys a question with thir- so there's like no biases before we like talk about today's topic. Oh, okay. okay. And just. Here we go. Okay. Who do you think would win in a fight? A creator or an influencer? Oh. I think an influencer. Okay. An influencer. Why do you guys think an influencer would win in a fight? They're scrappy. Yeah. I feel like the influencer has the the audience and enough ammo to just like really get it done. Okay. To just like handle it. Uh Uh-huh. I think when I think content creator, honestly, my brain thinks of like, a man making documentaries like my my like on YouTube though. Oh. like my brain thinks of like Casey Neistat okay like okay. a content creator oh. okay like I don't I think of older YouTube a little bit because mm-hmm. I feel like influencer is like a newer oh. term versus like an Instagram baddie okay I don't know I kind of think the Instagram baddie would win okay see I don't view content creators like that when I think of content creators I either think of like UGC creators who just like create the content but like don't like say anything they just like make it and go or like smaller like YouTubers or people who don't really have the influence interesting so you're thinking of okay I'm I'm just creating the content versus I'm creating content and having an influence with it yeah versus I'm thinking influencer is a newer word for for content creators right so when i think content creator i think people i don't know i i imagine the divide somewhere around like 2018 i guess Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because i can remember i mean i'm like we're already jumping right in but here we are are. because i can remember when i first started hearing the word influencer be thrown around Mm -hmm. and it's interesting because content creator was like the second word that people started using to describe themselves. It was mm-hmm. like YouTuber. Because mm-hmm. right. that was the only place that people were making content, really. Gotcha. Right, 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 so right. when I started, it was, oh, I'm a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And then I remember I was at a class at the YouTube space, and um, this guy was talking about, you know, oh, have you heard people have started using the word influencer? Like, mm-hmm. I don't, like, there was a very negative connotation with it. Right. Because, like, oh, it's just about, like, influence and driving product versus, like, 
I'm creating content. I'm creating art. I'm a YouTuber. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So when I think content creator, I think old school YouTuber who was around before the word influencer came. I don't know. The divide in my brain is like maybe like 2018. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Versus like a new influencer. Like they're young, scrappy and hungry. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. They're going to fight harder in yeah. the ring. Right. Right. Content creators old and tired. Dude. Right. They've been doing this for a decade. Right. I'm so glad we I asked before we got into this like this conversation deeply because this all came to me when I was updating my bio of Instagram. Oh. And in that moment, I was like, okay, we need to use keywords. And I was like, okay, I'm updating my bio on Instagram. Next thing I know, I'm having like an existential crisis of who am I and right. what title do I belong to because influencer feels weird this am i i don't give influence you know like i I then got into myself and was like what do these terms mean to me and i really was like oh my gosh i'm like trying to label myself and find a way that represents me but i don't want other people to think i'm saying i'm an influencer or i'm a creator or something like that because imagine i have on my page influencer and they're like oh you have two followers not you saying an influencer because you know no right 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 so a, a couple of months ago when I was rebranding, as always, me always <laughs> rebranding everything, um, I had a l- really tough time accepting that I was Latina. And like, I truly was like, I can't put that in my bio. Like, I know that that's something I like want to s- say and stand on that who I am are? and who I am. Yeah. Right. But I have been told so many times that since I'm white, I'm a fraud and like you're not Latina enough. And I've just been told you're not Latina enough that I've removed myself from that space. And I'm like, I'm not Latina. So I remember the day that I like finally broke through that. And I was like, I am a Latina and I don't know why I'm like trying to convince other people of it because I truly in my bones believe it and if you guys think I'm not enough, then that's okay because I truly identify with that and it speaks so much to me. And I remember it like really impacted me because I had accepted that for Mm -hmm. myself. And I like got out of my room and I went up to Ryan and I was like, girl, like this is so minor, but like I finally put Latina in my bio and it (laughs) feels... Yeah, it was a, it was a lot of me being like, girl, you literally are. I'm like, you can be white and Latina. So really thinking about like these terms and these labels that like we put on ourselves that other put that other people put upon us. And when those labels are put upon us, we also feel like we have to uh, like be uphold. up to uphold that label mm-hmm. or yeah. we can't do X because of what label. And I have just been so like in that world and thinking about it. And I wanted to bring that topic to chat with you guys and just see like where are you guys with like labels and like is it weird when someone is like but you're a mom or but you're this or like you're like okay yes facts but what do you what ideologies fall under that umbrella that are you're now limiting me as a person because you're placing that label on me Right. right and i think what you said about being knowing you're latina and people say that you're latina and that you would say you're latina but to say that publicly online in an Instagram bio, to put that label on yourself, you're like, yeah, get, put the label on me. Right. But to put it on myself is... Well, you think you're this, and you think you're that, and you're not the... Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and be it, you know, being Latina, or like you were saying, t- to call myself an influencer, are people going to be like, you don't have influence? To put labels on yourself is scary. And then when other people put labels on you that you don't relate to is uncomfortable. Right. So it's that weird just push and pull of categorizing ourselves, how other people categorize us, which is being a human, the way our brains work, we want to categorize. Mm -hmm. But it's such it's such a delicate thing. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, 
And I think that's also comes into, if we want to talk about like in creator terms, right? Like your niche, right? Mm -hmm. I even think about like the bio, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. This is my one shot to make sure everyone understands who I am, what kind of content I create, blah, 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 right? LA, fashion, baddie, shit. I don't know. Whatever the fuck else. Black and XYZ. Let me also tell you how much I weigh and how tall I, like, right? (laughs) We're trying to give, it's statistics. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that you understand who I am, what I'm giving. Mm -hmm. You either like it or you don't. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think there's a lot of conversations about like niching your to, to niching yourself or niching yourself into a hole. So then I only do fashion. Right. And the second I want to like bake something, everyone's like, boo, tomato, tomato. That's not what you do. You're a fashion girly. Stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. OK, well, now I can't do other things that I maybe enjoy or I'm good at because I've already told everybody that I'm a fashion girl. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the label. And that's so interesting how sometimes I feel like we might get caught in like believing sometimes where you're like, hmm, should I be doing that? Because oh, am I too old for that? That thing right. popping into my head. I'm right. like, uh, girl, that label too old. Like you can mm-hmm. choose to put that on yourself or like not like. Right. You, I feel don't feel that way. So who cares if somebody says you're too old for that? You yeah. like put yourself into a box mm-hmm. intentionally or, or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And other people put you in a box. And then when you try to just be yourself people are like ah 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 back in your box right where you belong i remember an old vlog brothers video that hank green did where he talked about how when we fail to imagine people complexly we do them and us a disservice mm. when we can think of people only as one thing we are losing sight of how multifaceted people are yes right. and when you can just be one right you are an influencer you are a mom you are a this Mm -hmm. and we either categorize people by their interests their job or their identity right and when in reality we are five million different categories right yeah (laughs) but we're boiling it down to just one Mm -hmm. yeah right and that's what a bio is right let me give you the top line Mm -hmm. things categories that i fit into yeah yeah and i think that also makes creating content hard if you're not niche it's harder to grow, right? People don't understand what you're doing unless you are just like an amazing person and no one really cares what you're doing and everyone's just there for you. That's ideal, right? Because then you can yeah. do whatever you want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the dream. That's mm-hmm. the dream. <laughs> That's the dream. <laughs> but if you're just starting out, right, you're like, okay, what can I do sustainably? Like, what can I do for the rest of forever? Am I, am I happy with that? If I go viral, is this going to be, am I going to be okay doing mm. this? Because people are going to come and it's like, a, it's like a, it is kind of like an identity crisis because it's like, am I married to this thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. also imagine, right? Let's just say like Alex Earl all of a sudden doesn't stop talking about makeup and just starts cooking. Is that going to go well for her? Maybe. Maybe people just like her for her and it's fine. Mm-hmm. But that also could be her complete downfall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because people are like, no, mm-hmm. you're the makeup girl. All you do is be hot. So why are you trying to tell me how to cook? Mm-hmm. Not right. interested. Yeah. And then she's like, but also I do this, but you guys just like, I know they're like, it. no, you're one thing. You're like, but also I'm a person. And I think that that's like, don't dis- you have a million different, that hobbies has to and- be the disconnect where they right. they just like assume that well, they're they, just not a human they and they have no other things. You're like, yeah. Or right. that <laughs> every aspect of you is shown online. Right. So if we haven't seen it, it doesn't exist. Right. right. You know? Right. Yes. Um, yes. 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 Yeah. And while uh, Ryan is pulling up the group chat, this is just your reminder to subscribe to 20 whatever. We post new episodes every Wednesday. Um, we are really excited about our content for the holiday season, which will be starting up next week. So be looking out for that. And um, you can follow us on Instagram also and TikTok. 
20, whatever, was that spiel long enough for yes. you to get the group chat? <laughs> I was like, okay, perfect. I was like, keep I'm going. I'm like, and I will keep the Broadway. Okay, first of all, they love Broadway. I know. I know. And you do use that in real life. So I'm glad that that. Because I always think of like, there's like this one, I think it's like a Full House episode or Fuller House. I don't even know. My sister loves that show. Anyways, but they go, I'm your Broadway, baby. I'm the one. So it's like, oh, that's always kind of playing in my ear also. Get that sound bite. I know. There you go, guys. Okay. This is from Maria. Maria says, I was wondering if you girls had any tips on establishing a routine. I have somewhat of a morning routine, but I always feel like I don't have enough time to get everything done before work. And when I get home, I'm just so tired that I don't want to wash my face and do all the stuff. What are some good tips for, I guess, forcing yourself to form good habits? Love you guys so much. Love, Maria. I think time blocking is kind of the way that I like to go. I think alarm fatigue is a real thing. So maybe don't set alarms throughout the morning or the day because like alarms going off, I'll just turn them off and do whatever I want. But I feel like if I'm like, okay, I know I have 30 minutes to wash my face, make my coffee, do the thing. And then I start work. Like I have 30 minutes to do whatever it is I feel like I need to do. I can do that and I have 30 minutes. Most like morning things don't actually take that long. Mm -hmm. It's just like the getting up out of bed to do the thing. The thought honestly is more exhausting than the actual task. (laughs) I also find it, especially if I'm like in a, a bad spot with depression, I find it exhausting to think about that once I do the first thing, I have to do the second and the third and the fourth. Mm-hmm. Right. So I can't just categorize, okay, I'm just going to stand up out of bed. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just going to walk over and do this thing. and that Because then my brain is like, but once I do that, then it will never stop. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I try to do is truly just not let my brain go to the infinite list and just one task at a time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it is incredibly daunting right. to look at, if you're trying to build a routine that let's say has five steps, wake up, get ready, do a workout, make a breakfast, tidy your house. Mm-hmm. Right. That is too much for you to think about when you are just trying to get yourself to get out of bed. Right. Mm-hmm. So just as much as you can, one step at a time. And if you don't do the whole routine, it's better you did one step than zero right dude i have struggled with that habits as well and i just really as well have found that like not thinking about it like endlessly like you said and taking it one step at a time and writing it down i love the adrenaline of crossing it off Mm -hmm. and that motivates me to keep going every time so i make honestly my list pretty easy an accomplishment like i'll be like literally get up literally just standing out of bed is like checking that off i'm like yes i can do anything right and that like literally catapults like me doing stuff and just the face washing thing, girl, I see you and I feel you so badly mm-hmm. because I've struggled with acne my whole life. So that has been like a thing that I will not dude. I will be blackout drunk, but I will wash my face. Ryan can attest right, to yeah, that. Like tea. she, but she's washing her face. It yeah. truly is like that. Just be like, in my mind, I was just like, that's like the only thing uh, you have to do. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, cause, and also washing your face is so f- refreshing and it kind of wakes you up also, but totally. it's not like a whole shower. So, I literally just wake up and I need to wash my face. And obviously while I'm in the bathroom, like I'll have to pee too. So like I'm and like also maybe brush my teeth. But in my mind, I just tell myself, you just need to go wash your face Mm -hmm. and then you can do whatever you want. I don't care. And usually she's washed her face and she's like, wow, you've taken the moment to like care a little bit. And then you're like, all right, let's keep, keep this going. And if you don't want to. Yeah. If I like, if I like set a 30 minute timer and I don't finish the things, I'm like, oh, well, time's Mm -hmm. up moving on. Just whatever I need to do. Because beating yourself up is 
even worse, I feel, because the yeah. resistance to it is what yep. makes it even harder. Yeah. The more you resist something, the more, Like, you the know. harder it is. Yeah. And, totally. And just knowing that you, at least I tell myself, I'm like, I don't want to suffer through it twice. So I'm not going to yep. think about it. And that is like, I truly have to stop my brain. Like, I'll be like, oh, I have to drive. The, uh, stop. I'm not going to be in the traffic twice. Nope. I literally. I already have to do the traffic. I tell myself. But right. if you don't stop that, you just will live in that. Oh, but what if I have to this? I do that No, too. girl, you're not going to do it twice. Yep. Just focus on this. Focus on this. Yep. It's hard, though. Like, I can't just. No, I, it it's is It's also hard. so easy to just be like, just tell just yourself. Just do this. That's right. Just be, it's fine. Yeah. <sighs> One step at a time, Maria. You got yeah, this. You girl. got this. Yeah. And we believe this. in you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And also, if you don't get everything done, you're not a bad person. No. Yeah. Life because goes on. I never do. So, you know, yeah, I just, right. like, I'm literally here with you, truly yeah. trying. Mm-hmm. So, well, thank you to Maria for writing into the group chat. If you would like to send us a text and possibly have it be read on a future episode, you can text us at 917 810 3045 and uh, join the group chat. Okay. I have a question for you guys. Tell me. Do you consider yourself more of a content creator or an influencer? Well, I had to have that talk with me while I was in the while I was in the bio and right. what, and in my bio I put creator. Let me tell you now. Now, okay. I found just myself. I was like, who? What do you think an influencer is? And I was like, here's the thing. I feel like influencers have such a bad connotation, but I'm here to like wipe that away. Like I don't want to right. to let that not be your deciding factor. Correct. Right. And I was like. But let's see how much following you have. Like, I don't feel like you have the ability to claim that you have some sort of influence on anything. Like, I feel that I don't. Although I was like, but there are, I do somehow influence people just by like talking to them. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. so I was like getting really existential with that. And I was like, you know what? What are you doing and what do you want the people to know about you? And I was like that you are creating stuff and I'm still not really sure where I was like going with that. So I was like, I don't want to be influenced. I just like don't Mm -hmm. feel like that is me. And I was like, maybe I'm wrong not thinking that. And that's why I wanted to ask you, like, what is a creator versus an influencer? Because I also feel like maybe a creator is just someone who just genuinely creates content in all facets and I and I personally was like well I do do that I even in my own work for my my job my nine to five it's like I'm creating social media content or other types of content so I was like I Mm -hmm. guess I'm a creator period not really influencer right I feel like it for to me I'm like it depends on the content that you're making Mm, you think yeah because I'm like if let's just say that I post singing videos oh and that's what that is my content. I'm not in, necessarily influencing anyone to do anything. Right. Right. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. not telling you to buy anything. I'm not telling you to go to a place. I'm not doing anything but singing. And that's my content. Mm-hmm, right. And I could have a million followers. Yeah. But that's still my content. Mm-hmm. I would probably consider that person a content creator. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, a creator. Yeah. Okay. That's and, a good distinction. Mm-hmm. But like if I'm a fashion influencer and I maybe I'm doing hauls or I'm, you know, doing this thing and I'm like, I'm working with whoever the fuck and here's a percent off code and da 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 da. That's I think about that. I like that with the categories because yeah. you're right. Like that is more geared towards, hey, I'm going to show you a lot of the stuff I buy. And so, if you're interested, buy right, it. Or right, I don't. right. But like with the content that I'm trying to make, it's like not really. It's which like you're not telling anyone to do anything mm-hmm. or, you know. But influence also doesn't have to be product. Right. Influence can be inspiration. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm influencing you to live your life a certain way, to have a certain outlook, mm-hmm. to be a certain type of person. Right. 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 And so maybe with singing videos, you're not. But maybe if you're doing singing videos and you're also 
talking about how to break through your uh, self-doubt about auditions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How to put yourself out there in the industry. Right. How to get through some self-doubt you are influencing. Yeah. Right. Th- that's why I got him. I was like, well, I do say some stuff that I feel like people are like, oh, I never thought of that. Like, that's, right. I was like, that's an influence. Right. Like you, but also I think as people, we influence each other all the time. Like, yeah, I think like, what everyone's did, like an influencer, right? I yeah. saw you had those shoes on, so I bought them. Right. Exactly. So that's where I was like, where do we draw the line? What is like qualified as mm-hmm. uh, an influencer? Well, and can you be both? What does that look like? Right. You're right. Everyone who's an influencer is technically a content creator. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's interesting because I think people look at it as very self-righteous to call yourself an influencer. Yes. Like if I am writing a bio for, I don't know, like when I went to VidCon and I write it in the third person, I'll say influencer. Mm -hmm. I think I said content creator, but I would say influencer. Mm -hmm. But if I was in an interview and I was like, well, as an influencer, then I feel like that would be, oh, you think you have influence. See? Right. What is that though? But it's like, you are an influencer. You are a content creator. And like to not say she's an influencer, right? Right. Like, I was thinking back to when I first heard people start to use the word influencer Mm -hmm. and that, you know, I was at like the YouTube space and people were talking about it. At that time, what I just kind of remembered, content creator kind of had the same like connotation of like arrogance, I guess. Really? Oh, oh. I'm not a YouTuber. I'm creating content. Like people kind of felt like it was a little, I guess arrogance is the wrong word, but it was a little like self-righteous, I guess. Like I am above just being a YouTuber. It's giving fiance. Yes. (laughs) And even though you are. Right. Yeah. It's like fine. And also that label. Why is that label so Why am I like, oh, my fiance. And you're like. And I'm embarrassed. And you know, and you know, you're embarrassed to say it because I know. I have some girls that are in, and they're like, I feel embarrassed being like my fiance, but like I want to, but like I know it pisses people off, and I'm like, why? But that's your, that's, but that's what it is. You're I engaged. know, so weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, that then I think people stopped looking at content creator that way when influencer became a thing, and mm-hmm. also when creating content on multiple platforms mm. was such a thing because back right. when I started, you were a YouTuber and you also posted on Instagram and Twitter, but you were an, a YouTuber, right? right. And it wasn't really until like, oh, and I guess there was, but Vine, you wouldn't call yourself a YouTuber mm-hmm. or a content creator. You were a Viner. Right. Right. So, and people would distinguish themselves based on their platform. The platform so when yeah. I would go to a VidCon or a conference or something like that, it would be, oh, I'm a TikToker. Which but is such a, musically. Yeah. Right. 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 Too. right. I'm a Viner. I'm a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. And so my defining thing was SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm a YouTuber. Yes. Right. But right. when now everyone's creating content on every platform, you're not just a YouTuber or a TikToker. Mm-hmm. So are you an influencer? Well, okay. Every influencer <laughs> is a content creator, but is every content creator an influencer? Maybe when you brought up the user generated content thing, that was a really a thing I hadn't thought about because they're creating content. But they're not even posting it on their own platforms. They're right. oh, yeah. doing it for brands as a contractor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Me, when I create literally content for social media and it doesn't go on mine, I'm like, I'm putting so much creative work into like this content, yeah. like this text, these images, and they're not going on my page at all. Like, right. And, and but creating and your content. name's not attached to yeah, it and all. I'm like, like, it's just like mm-hmm, work. Mm-hmm. Is influencing like your job, is that mm-hmm. how you make money by influencing people? Is it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe. If it is, then maybe you are an influencer. Right. You're like, it's legit. See, I'm, I I do it. But but like not all content. There are a ton of content creators who are making a single cent. So like, can they be like, I'm in it. But I guess. And I'm but, like, right, but you are but influencing, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I, why yeah. it's 
That's so hard. there I was, deep in my bio, Instagram bio. <laughs> right. And also grappling. <laughs> I feel like a, it was really an identity crisis, you guys. I'm no kid. I was just trying to find like two or three words that explain all of me and like what I want to present right. myself. So I was like, oh gosh. And another t- label that I was like, I don't know. I if, know. Actor. I was going to say actress. Yeah. yeah. Um, I almost... Th- just deleted my Instagram rather than putting actor <laughs> in my bio because, oh, you're an you're actress. Oh, uh, yeah. And now that I think more about it, I feel like the reason that I'm a little were even more hesitant to put actor on it is because when social media first hit the scene, they told actors, do not post any of that stuff because it was mm. deemed like bad. Like, no, yes. no, 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 no. Yes, right. we see that, but you will never get hired. You will never because get this. Because people are going to see you doing people are going to yeah. see you doing and you are to not. You are to not put your clips. Like, that was like, no, you are not an act. Like, don't tell them you're an actor. And I remember being like, oh, I'm an actor. I should not have like this kind of presence and hide and la, la, la. And they would tell you that at like, I remember going to like workshops that we, yep. you paid and they were like, tip do not and so we were like hell no hell no i'm never gonna let them know because also they just like didn't take like if you're an actor you were like an actor and the in and social media was more like unprofessional unprofessional i remember them always like saying that you know like don't have any videos online it's unprofessional it's Mm -hmm. a bad look you won't get cast i remember that Mm -hmm. which is so funny now hilarious because i'm sure all of those same you know like agents and people in the workshops are like now the best thing you can do is to post on instagram yeah post on now that is the best thing to do you have to be posting your singing posting your acting because if a casting director does end up on your page they have you have two seconds so you better hope they like have some something of your portfolio which makes total sense now but like i was like there's no way absolutely not that's unprofessional hell no right until i got to the space where as an actor you had to have a social following they were like oh they my manager would call me up and be like how many followers do you have on this they're asking and i was like i'm not active like i have maybe uh 800 followers and they were like okay well we're thinking that we're gonna need to like put some like work into that because casting is now caring about that so casting does care they do look at your social media before anything and so now i'm just aware of that that casting will always look at my right because why cast somebody who's you know probably talented and good who has 300 uh, 300 followers when i can cast somebody who's just as good and has sixteen thousand and get free promotion exactly free promotion so then all of a sudden, the switch changed. It's not bad. It's a tool now. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? I'm, I am an actor. I am a Latina and I'm a creator. And I put that in my bio and I feel strong about it. Good. And even, and I, and I said to myself, even if someone like were to say to me, which, what, they're going to say something to me, which is, which is also right. the silly thing. They right. never say it to your face. Right. right. But if someone, I'd be like, yes, T, I am an actor. I am a creator. And also if I'm an influencer, yeah. Right. Even if you're attaching a bad connotation to it, I am. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Right. Not me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's such a journey. I feel like even just as people who use social media as, you know, their work or where they, you know, want to express themselves or whatever, you as a person changes so much. So Mm -hmm. I I feel like my Instagram bio specifically has changed like 50,000 times because I'm like okay well I'm doing this now and I've pivoted to this and like let me add this and like I need an emoji because I'm not a robot so I gotta do this I gotta (laughs) add personality and I gotta blah 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 blah, and my pictures gotta go with this it becomes so much when it's like that's actually not like really that important like as long as somebody if if it's important to you right if we're using social media the way we are using social media 
I think I am in that position right now where I'm like, I don't want to niche myself. I want to be the niche. Mm. I want people to come for me and accept anything I give them mm-hmm. because yeah. they mm-hmm. love me and they love my personality and they want to see me do whatever it is. And so, and that's, I think, harder to do. It's so much harder to grow yeah. and so much more worthwhile. Mm. Right. 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 It's Inc- you could you could grow so much faster picking a niche niching down and reaching as many people as you can in that niche mm-hmm. but at the end of the day how many what percentage of them are there for you versus there for that style of content right and i think it's a balance of like there is so much power in a niche especially mm-hmm. like a super specific niche but you have to decide if like at the end of the day you're fine with just creating content in that niche or if you want people to be there for whatever you decide to do mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um and it's a hard thing to do because it's easier to reach people and get the algorithm to pick you up when they can easily categorize you. Right. Mm-hmm. When the algorithm can say, oh, this is a creator who creates content about vegan cooking. Let's send it to all the vegans. Right. Right. right? Like mm-hmm. that is a lot easier. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so but to just have people find you for you hard, but worth it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's kind of how I've 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 looked at it. I'm like, this is going to take a while. It's going to be a slow burn. But it's going to be so worth it because then I'll be able to do whatever I want, explore all these things, and they're all just going to be along for the ride and be so down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the goal is to grow community anyways. Like, I'm not looking right. to just gain followers. So, like, right. Like, right. So, let's make sure that what we're putting out into the community is like represents who you are and like your community and what kind of community you want to be around and like stuff like that. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And, I will make fun of my own self. Here we go. Uh, Obviously, when I started doing the social media stuff, I'm very passionate about food. Obviously, I love food and it's such a part of me and I absolutely consume a lot of food content. Although I found myself like when I was making food content, I was like, yes, I love this, but I feel like this is not my community. It just didn't Mm -hmm. feel as when I started posting stuff like where it's more like singing or things that are like what I enjoy and it actually me being like, wow, this is was actually way more fun to shoot, way more mm-hmm. exciting to create. And like the creative aspect of that was so much more enjoyable. I was like, you're so silly. You've been running away the stuff that you enjoy making mm-hmm. because I thought it would serve the masses. But I was trying to serve another community that wasn't like like even fulfilling, even right. fulfilling me. Yeah. And I just thought like if I niched and like really was like, if you that will niche because food Obviously, we all love it. I love it. And I can talk about it. I can make recipes. But was it giving me that light, that spark? And so, like, let's say I made a community. Oh, my God. Then I would have to make cooking videos every day. Right. I I then realized that. And I told Ryan, holy shit, I actually don't want this to pop off because then they're (laughs) going to keep asking me for recipes. Right. Fuck. Right. I think (laughs) that's a risk of niching down too early. Yeah. You know? Right. I think it's important to ask, okay, if, if this goes viral and... I have an audience who expects me to create this kind of content forever. Will I be fulfilled? Yeah. Right. Right. Can and I consistently do this? Yeah. Versus if you're trying a lot of different things and maybe the food one goes viral, but then they go to your page and you're doing lots of stuff and they yeah. can decide if they're interested in that right. or not. Right. I kind of ended up in a niche. Mm-hmm. I grew in a niche of mm-hmm. curvy fashion. That was like every video I was doing for a while was like curvy fashion. Right. But I was lucky in that I I, I didn't intentionally find that niche. I was making videos about everything at the beginning DIYs and back to school and theater advice and outfits and skits and right I'm just trying everything right Right. and it was a a curvy fashion video that went viral Mm -hmm. and I loved that I loved getting to like 
speak about, you know, confidence. And I was very early in my confidence journey and finding this body positive community. And like, that was super fulfilling to me. And I also really loved experimenting with fashion and trying Mm -hmm. different clothes. And I was like, having so much fun with it. And I remember hearing people talk about like niches and growth and making content that you want to keep making. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm so lucky that this is what went viral. Right. Can you imagine if it was my slime video? Oh, and now girl. now I'm a slime creator. Well, actually, what? I do love slime videos now. I bought slime. Did I tell you that? I'm going to know. Yeah, oh. from Peachy Baby Slime Shop on TikTok because I watch all their videos. But so- now I'd be excited. Well, right, <laughs> but right, But then, right. like, to, to then be making just endless or DIY content. Like, I never really loved doing DIYs. That was just right. the times. Yeah, and it was fun to do every now and then. Right. But if one of those had gone viral and all of a sudden now there was this expectation that I was going to be posting DIYs every week. We literally referred to it. As I think you made a joke one time. It was like, DIY, why do I do this to myself? Yes. Right? Yes. Holy shit. That would have so been a serious. <laughs> DIY, why do I do this to myself? Me, mid DIY, any DIY. Actually. Yeah, bro, <laughs> every time. But I totally lucked out in that what took off for me was something I felt very fulfilled by. But I that wasn't intentional. Yeah. And, and mm. I, I now am like very passionate about like make content that serves you. And yes. try to find an audience for that versus making content to serve an audience that is just about gaining viewership. I just yeah. learned that lesson. Because you'll burn out so fast. And you and you Hi. won't enjoy yourself. <laughs> yes. You like will hate it and it'll be it won't feel fun. Yeah. Well, I feel like Paloma and I have a unique experience by like we're learning all these things and we're doing all these things and we're trying to grow and we're looking to you and we're like, okay, we're doing this thing. How's it going? How's it looking? And and knowing that, like, we do have the ability to, like, get to that spot, but I think we're in a unique position because while we are, like, trying to g- grow, right, and, and create our communities and do the things that we do, we also have the privilege of, like, being here mm-hmm. and having a podcast where maybe, you know, you're creating, like, acting videos, so you're not diving too much into yourself as a person, but if people really like you, they can come here right, and listen to you and get to know you and mm-hmm. and do do that. And I think, you know, same with me and same with you, right? I think there's a uniqueness in that even though I may be posting things that aren't really, I mean, not me, because I am posting things about my personality, but, like, how you are, like, doing your acting and your singing, like, that's not necessarily who you are as a person, mm-hmm. they have the opportunity to come here and really like get to know you. And if they really like you as a person, then they'll subscribe to the podcast and they'll go and follow you on all your shit and mm-hmm. like love it all. Mm-hmm. The podcast gives us an opportunity to show a lot of different sides of ourselves instead of just like the kind of one or two things that are boiled down to in like our regular content. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if people are watching the Schultz Collective videos and it's very much about like fashion and body confidence and self-exploration. And like, those are all parts of me. But this podcast allows me to be like a big weirdo and a nerd and also like weirdly introspective sometimes. Right. And like things that I would never have the opportunity to like divulge about myself in a Schultze Collective video. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, or even on the vlog. Even on my vlog. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I love about the podcast is I feel like the people who listen to the podcast like see a much more true picture of us as people mm-hmm. because it is longer form and it is, you know, widely unedited. Mm -hmm. And so there isn't this like expectation of us showing up as a certain version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if if you're here, like, like Hey, these are the real ones. And it's not like, yes, obviously we are talking to the viewers, but like, obviously more than that, we are 
actually having a conversation yeah. with each other, the people that are here versus like having a conversation with ourselves to the camera me having a conversation with my camera, nobody's responding back. I'm not having to think further on a thought. Like, whatever I say, that's what it is, and we move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I say something to you, you're going to say something back, and I'm like, oh, you know, I hadn't thought about that. Now I have a response to this thing, this thing, this thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really unique thing. And honestly, now I'm like, if you're, like, a creator or an influencer or whatever you want to call yourself, and you're, like, niched, maybe you just need to start a podcast. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. let people see a little more of you without having to, like change your main content yeah Yeah, or like go live or something like that like do things that you can connect with people and be who you are without like tying yourself to the niche that you're a part of I think I'm going to do something like that along the lines for Vlogmas because I'm looking to do mm. not do the YouTube Vlogmas because that's that's a strong big baby it that is, I am not I can't commit to that one but I do want to do that and help grow my TikTok so I feel like I'm going to do uh, some sort of like Vlogmas style on there where it's mm-hmm. like I can then take that time to be like let me show you other stuff of my life that I don't put on Instagram because it doesn't fall under that niche and stuff like that so right. yeah. I'm hoping that that can give also like a more insight into like longer more content of me tiktok wise right and mm-hmm. like show your personality more. yes yes yeah. yes other stuff that i don't f- usually show do. yeah. yeah and there and honestly that's where i feel like i will be able to find like i can talk about my cooking like in the breakfast that's what gets me excited i'm like i'll show right. you my egg maker oh my god dog and so then i right. get to do my food content but not like a these are the steps and here's what you need because i guess that that just was not my tea like i'm like i love providing great recipes like do but like right. i don't think it's i don't know i would make more I'll, sense for you to be like oh my god i bought this hot sauce and i'm making my eggs and i'm doing this and like i'm so much rather like okay you're right that makes sense mm-hmm. versus like so today we're gonna like bake these cookies and like do this thing i'm like girl right and i was having more fun entertaining like by talking to the camera rather than like showing the steps but i need to provide value i was like i can't just be myself and just like i need to give steps like because i'm not gonna just doing that's the thing you're you're such a fun and interesting person and entertaining person you don't need a hook right you you are the hook yes but there is that feeling right of like i have to give some value let me tell them all the steps of how i made this thing versus like the value i'm getting from that content is watching you do the thing right when you're delineating from that advice that i feel like i've heard so much as someone who works around a lot of content creation but does not create content which is like make the content you want to see in the world do what you love and it's like the truth somewhere in the middle of that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, because i did lean into that where it's like what do i like to consume and i did i do consume so much of that content that i was like oh that's obviously what i'm gonna do like i consume so much food content like send it but just because i consume it like i told ryan i was like just because i love to consume it does not mean that that's for me to create as well it is also like a weird confidence thing to accept that like people are interested in your content for you right and it's okay to just be you I remember having that kind of breakthrough because uh, a couple years ago, before the pandemic, I was going on a trip to Europe. And I was like, this is going to kill it in the vlogs. Oh my, Europe? I'm traveling. I'm in London. I'm in Venice. Like, I'm going to vlog so much. I'm going to, this is going to be awesome. Right. And I vlogged so much of that trip and it was really fun to vlog. But I think I maybe overdid it a little bit where I could have like, okay, maybe I don't need to do a dedicated vlog every day. Mm -hmm. And I would have like been a little more present in the trip if it would have been like a vlog for this part a vlog for that part but i was right. like no, no no this content is an excellent opportunity right to grow the vlog right mm-hmm. those vlogs did fine they were good they did fine my audience liked them they didn't like go crazy or anything but it was good i came home i did like a target vlog just like normal day went to target did numbers <laughs> right and i was like okay 
So, so I can spend all of this time on my vacation. That was a vacation and not a work trip. Filming content and and it's this Mm -hmm. amazing experience, this once in a lifetime experience. Right. Or I can go to Target. Mm -hmm. And you want to watch me go to Target. Right. Maybe I don't need to be doing the most. Eye opening. Eye opening. I did the most. I'm like, you really just want me? And Target? (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. That's like the purest way to like build an audience. Like that you weed out the people that are there for one thing. Yeah. And you get the and you get the people that stay for you. Wow. I know. I feel a little like woke again. Like rewind. I know. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I know. I, well, honestly, I feel like I have some like thinking to do. I feel like I like, I just feel like this is like kind of the season, right? Like right before the new year to like really thinking about what, what you want as a person, right? Okay. Who, who do I want to be? What do I want in life? Who, who do I want to present as like, what kind of content do I want to create? What, what do I see for like the new year? And I think I just like, kind of need to take in all of 2023 i almost said 2022 you guys take in all of this past year and like apply all of that and just be like okay let's let's take a deep dive you know like i know we're like just gonna start december but like i think like this is the time right for like evaluation evaluation reflection and like i'm excited to do that i think Mm -hmm. in the years past i've been like not excited because I feel like I would be like disappointed in like Mm. what I wasn't able to accomplish and what Mm. I didn't do and all the things I should have done. I'm looking at it as like, what are all the things that I did do? And Mm. like, what am I excited to do Mm -hmm. that maybe I wasn't able to do? Or what am I able to do now that I wasn't able to do last year? Right. Right. It's like, it's exciting. And I think the world of social media as tragic as it is, truly, it is exciting because it does change every day. And there's so many opportunities mm-hmm. for so many people to mm-hmm. like live the life they've always want to live and like have these opportunities that they otherwise simply would not have. It's like that is so beautiful to me and so inspiring and something that keeps me going because I'm like, I have big plans for myself and I know that like because I do love this and I do spend so much time and effort into filming and editing and whatever and creating all of this. Like I know, I just know that it's going to work out for me and work out can be so many things, right? Like maybe I'm not, I don't have a million subscribers and like, that's fine. But if it brings me happiness, then it worked out. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. I don't know why I just preached right no. now. No, thank I'm like, you. Please speak oh on God. it. <laughs> speak on it. I, I totally, totally feel that. Like, yes, and that's something that people should hear. Like, I'm not gonna add. No, I know. Mic drop. I, done. Thank you. It's giving like define success. Like what money numbers, whatever. Yeah. Like sure, but like if you enjoyed yourself and had a good ass time, who gives a fuck? Like, and if you work hard enough, like if you really just like if you just put all your energy into something, like truly anything, it just like something will come of it. We don't. Yeah. We can't be like all oh, this, but like something has to. You're all you're watering it. Like you're just yeah. putting your effort and your mm-hmm. heart into it. Like something yeah. you're nurturing will, this thing mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. will grow into yeah. something. Mm-hmm. And you also have to decide how you measure and define success exactly you know like what does it mean to be successful does it mean to because right if it's just to to be famous to have x amount of subscribers to do this that isn't like true happiness yeah right right? Yeah. yeah if it is to create content that can like fuel you and build community and make you feel 
like you have a purpose yeah yeah and that you're passionate about what you do and that every day you wake up excited maybe not every day but Mm -hmm. you know most days you wake up excited to Mm -hmm. do what you get to do like that is success Mm -hmm. yes and where you spend your time is how you spend your life yes yep yep and december's a good time to reflect on that especially coming out of vlogmas Yes, Yes. since that's a big push. And you talked about doing Vlogmas on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are your plans? I plan on doing probably 12 days of Vlogmas this year. I I enjoyed it last year. It it felt manageable to me. And I just, I don't want to like overcommit and then not be able to do it. 12 days of Vlogmas is great because it's still a push. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. an increase in content, <laughs> but it's a more manageable push. Yeah. You're not doing the, you're not filming every day. So you get a chance to like film, edit, film, yep. edit, or film some in advance, which is what I'm, I'm also going to do 12 days of Vlogmas this year. Um, and it gives you just a little bit more breathing room. Yeah. If you get ahead, mm-hmm. take a day at a time. Yeah. Um, I did full Vlogmas 25 days, I think for five years. Oh my Four gosh. Four or five years. Holy sh- and no. that like that is my whole month yeah no yeah that's yeah. your life for december yeah and yeah. it's it's fun and it's a push and it's great but it's exhausting yeah and when grace was born i was like I, when i was pregnant with grace i i told myself this is our last full vlogmas mm-hmm. and i didn't know if i wanted to do every other day or maybe one like weekly compilation or just post like normal and i had tried her first year doing the 12 days of vlogmas that was great did it again last year. I'm going to do that again this year. It's a manageable push. It's a manageable one. Which is good. It is good. I think there will be a year that I do 25. Just because, like, that's what I, like, loved so much about YouTube. Back, like, before I even started creating content, I was like, I fucking love Vlogmas every day. I'm going to do it. So just to, like, fuel that, like, younger me. Yeah. I'm going to do it. It's just simply not going to be this year. Yeah. <laughs> well, you One have to day. pick a year where you're like, I this is all I'm doing. Yep. Clearing the schedule. Yep. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's all we're that's doing. That's it. Mm-hmm. Which so many of us on the team are doing some variation of Vlogmas. So that's why we filmed our January videos in November. Yes. Because we're like, we're not filming in December. Period. It can't it's Too happen. much shooting. Yeah. Like, too, you're too doing much. that. Uh, you're doing Vlogmas. Yeah. I'm doing Vlogmas. Rachel's doing Vlogmas. Like, we're we, all live at the point. Like, at that yeah. point, the cameras yeah. are... Yeah. Yeah. We are. We need to be at, at the computers editing, editing. away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So who will you be watching for Vlogmas this year? Absolutely. Oh. 100% Alicia Marie. I never yep. miss a Vlogmas. A yep. Vlogmas queen. queen. Alicia and Remy. Yes. I, every Vlogmas. And there's that's the thing. There's so many creators who... I don't watch every vlog. I'll, you know, tune in every now and then. Yeah. But Vlogmas comes... Every, every day sing- and you know what and here's the thing Al- alicia's intros alone oh, worth watching it for dude i can't wait to see what dude, she does last year, year great bro every year it's every it year girl crazy a production dude i strive yep i'm like and and she raises the bar every, every year i'm like, I'm like that I'm must like, be stressful dude i'm like yes. how can it be better like how, how can it get better i know dude so imagine the know. pressure too i know I, I i'm know, sure i know sorry girl <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i can't wait i know uh, i'll watch them i also tune in um occasionally to like laura diy's vlogmas i think a lot of like the oh, old yeah. school old youtubers you- yes who i maybe don't watch a lot throughout the year like if adelaine morin is doing it like i'll mm-hmm. pop in and see you know yeah. like yeah. what are the girlies up to i know i hadn't watched a uh, sierra Furtado video in oh years. my god i forgot about and then her. last vlogmas i was like what are you doing but also she's Uh like her she has like a very you know 
a very different life like she was going on like private jets and going oh. and doing like like really bougie stuff and mm-hmm. so i was like oh, oh that's fun oh, this is different than going to target <laughs> yes <laughs> yes i also i mean obviously i watch our vlogs too like i watch obviously right. I yeah. watch yeah. the teams. Vlogmas is. I, just because i'm like we are not like talking because we're all doing vlogmas so i like right. need to catch up with what everybody's doing Absolutely. i watch like everyone on the team's videos yeah, yeah like I, I love it like this morning while i was getting ready i was watching rachel's new vlog that she posted yep i'm like last Same. night while I was getting ready for bed. I was watching your vlog. Jaden's <laughs> yep. vlogging now. Yes. Ah! Oh my god. We should ask her if she's going to do vlogmas yep. or some variation of it. We'll I think see. she said she's not because I think okay, she fair. has her content planned. She told me after she posted her first video. I'm like, so when's the second one? She's like, well, I actually just planned my content through January. And I was like, oh my god, love that. Love tell that. me more. Okay, tell me more. more. Also, was, I think she said she's like, I'm like taking it super slow because I don't want to burn myself out. Of course. Fair. I'm like, good for so her. Good. Good job. Good girl. Yeah. I'm yeah. Starting off really well. Yeah. We'll have everyone linked in the description. Yeah. That's Friday, December first, baby. Oh my god, it's happening. Yeah. It's Vlogmas. Well, and then that brings up the debate. Does Vlogmas Day 1 go live December 1st, or is it filmed December 1st, posted December 2nd? I think it's filmed December 1st, posted, posted December, December 2nd. 2nd. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But I then know. sometimes people do the, they're posting Vlogmas Day 1 on the 1st, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now we I'm sh- behind? Yeah, I we know. just got here. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that is everything that we have for you today. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed the conversation and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.